0: Hey, welcome into the Coach Bono's podcast. Here on the studio Soapbox Network. I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. We're recorded live at the O'Connor Advisor Group Studios. You can check out all things O'Connor Advisor Group at OAGKS.com for all your financial needs. Uh, you can interact with the show on Twitter. Our, our handle is at Coach Bo Knows show. Check out the Facebook page, just search for Coach Bo Knows show, and you can email us anytime at Coach Bo Knows show at gmail.com. This is episode 102. Going to do a quick Super Bowl preview as I'm recording this Saturday afternoon, the day before the Super Bowl, and uh, just wanted to kind of get a few of my thoughts in here real quick. Nothing too crazy. We've already been inundated with every expert, everything that's out there, whether it's on you know, Fox Sports or ESPN or anywhere you want to go. Uh, it's kind of an interesting game, I think. Um, this is, uh, you know, we got the battle now. Kansas City Chiefs, our local team, you know, here in Lawrence, Kansas. But uh, Kansas City Chiefs going to be um, playing the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl for all the all the, the big money. It's just the road. Big money. It's up the road, let's say. Uh, but, hey, what I want to talk about is the game real quick, kind of what my thoughts are. I'll give you a couple of quick, maybe a uh, little, little something to put you, a little cash on the side if you'd like. Of course, our partners at DraftKings would love that. And we'll talk a little bit about that and what they're doing as well here in a moment. But, um Hey, look, let's talk about it. 49ers have been the most consistently good team in the NFC all season long. You know, early in the season, look, the Eagles were going to be there, and they would be the team, and then they went through a little streak. Uh, the 49ers really played extremely well during down the down the stretch. They got everybody healthy. They had some injuries mid season with Trent Williams and McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. When they got everybody healthy, that, that offense worked again, and... After a couple game losing streak in there, they put it all together. I do think they're somewhat battle tested. I do think they've played not up to their standard in the playoff. The playoffs, I should say. Um, I think they squeaked by the the Packers. I think the Packers really um, outplayed them for four quarters. I think in the end, a couple of things didn't go the Packers' way at the end of the game, and then. The interception late at the game that sealed it for them, um, and the 49ers came back and won that game. And then the conference championship, <clears throat> I, the talking heads have given Brock Purdy a lot of uh, his due, if you will, for um, coming back in that game and winning that game, and I don't think that was a Brock Purdy coming back. I think just as much can be said on the Lions getting a, a, a good case of the lemon booty, as Bomani, as Bomani Jones would say, and they blow a 17-point lead. And a lot of that had to do with you know not kicking field goals in the second half, a couple times they could have. And then also, I don't want to take it away from the 49ers, they did play well down the stretch there at the game. But... A couple of those things were, you know, you have the, the big the big offensive play, 50-yarder, that's underthrown by five yards, hits the receiver, hits the defensive player in the face, and then Ayuk makes a great, I mean, the concentration Ayuk made to catch that ball was incredible. But that's, you know, the kind of the play that turned the whole thing around. And then a couple of scramble plays that Bernie made that you're like, okay, well, if you're really paying attention, you know, 25 or 30 of the 32 quarterbacks in the league make those plays. So... I think this is a little bit, we're overrating him a little bit because he's at the Super Bowl. I'll say it this way. If the 49ers win this game, Brock Purdy does not ascend to being one of the top quarterbacks in the league. He actually joins the list, to me, of the the, the guys who got there and played well enough to win. He's in the, he may or may not be better than a, a, a um, Trent Dilfer, a Doug Williams, a, um, um, per, I would say he's better than a Mark Rippon, but you know he's in that category more so than being toward a Brady Mahomes kind of category. You know, they, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Offensively, the 49ers do exactly what I like. They run the football. They run the football better than everybody else. They're committed to it. Uh, we've talked at length about this on the podcast over the over this past season. It's something that I'm very impressed with. But my wondering is, will Kyle Shanahan think that he's got a little more than he actually has the quarterback position and put some more on Brock Purdy? I'm one of those people that, that said all season, and I stand by it, that one of the reasons that they, they run the ball the way they do is that Kyle Shanahan takes the play calling out of Brock Purdy's hands. He he doesn't put the game in his less experienced quarterback's hands. Um, he's also got the best running back in the league. He has the best offensive line in the league. He has the best left tackle I've ever seen. So there's a lot to that. The defense for the 49ers is very good I mean, above average, very good. If you had to rate them, you know, four star, five stars, they're a four. I mean, their they're offense is a five star offense in the run game. They're an average team in the passing game. Um, you look at their defensively, they are better than average, but they're not outstanding. You can score points on the 49ers. Uh, they have been in shootouts. Now, what the 49ers do is offensively, they get ahead of people. They run the ball so well, it shortens the game. That makes the defense look better. But really and truly what you've done is you've taken possessions away by using the offense. That's the key for the 49ers. 49ers must use their offense, get ahead in this game, and use the offense to keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. Shorten the game, shorten the number of possessions needed, and if they do that, the 49ers will win the game. However, now let's examine the Chiefs. The Chiefs offense has been, well, I'm going to be honest. If you're going to rate it one to five stars, it's a three-star at best. It's not been a good offense this season. I think Travis Kelsey's hurt. I think he's been hurt most of the season. He's played better in the last month. Maybe he's getting healthy. I don't think it has anything to do with this whole thing with him and Taylor Swift. I think that's just a bunch of bullshit. That's not something I really care about talking about. I think their offensive line hasn't played very well. I think they've got a phenomenal running back, but they need to commit to running the ball. They did that in the AFC Championship game, and even though they only ran for 2.6 yards a carry, they still ran uh, Isaiah Pacheco 26 times. And that was the commitment that the, the Chiefs made when they had the lead And said, let us shorten the game so that the Ravens couldn't make big play opportunities. I kind of think the the Chiefs are going to go in there with the same attitude. Come out the gate hot. Now, the thing you have on your offense is you've got 15. You've got Patrick Mahomes. Look, you can have a three-star offense as far as the pieces if you've got the five-star quarterback. And he's the best in the league. He's the best of a generation. And he's been there. And I think that there's not much – what I do respect quite a bit about Mahomes is he's not flappable. He's been here three times already. He's won two. And I don't think there's anything that the 49ers can throw at him that he's not going to be ready for. I think in the end that's a big deal. And, you know, it's not going to be quarterback versus quarterback. You know, we all want to say, well – Pick the team with the better quarterback. I'm generally, generally speaking, I'm that guy that will say that, which would make me want to pick the Chiefs. And when you have Patrick Mahomes, it's hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes. I did last week or two weeks against the Ravens. I just thought that they were ready, and Mahomes showed it that he is still Mahomes. And but the important thing of that game wasn't that it was just Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes. It was that the Chiefs came out and had a he had, they had a plan. Their plan was if we get ahead, we're going to run the ball. And yes, they had to kick a lot of hit a punt a lot, and they only averaged two and a half yards of carry. But the commitment of running the ball shortened the second half. And it also made it to where the Ravens were desperate and had to throw the football. Flip now to the Chiefs' defense. The Chiefs' defense is phenomenal, it really is. To me, it's one of the top two to three, maybe four, defenses in the league. And I think that Chris Jones is great. I expect a big game out of Chris Jones. But I think the part that people don't realize is that the backside of the defense is where it's at. McDuffie, um, a lot of the different people back there are doing just great work this year. It's very hard to throw in the Chiefs. If you look... The games, even the games the Chiefs lost late in the year, they lost because the offense couldn't score, and defensively teams just got a quick score or a short field. If the Chiefs can avoid that short field and make the 49ers drive down on them, make the 49ers put together 70 and 65 and 70 at and 80-yard possessions, that's where the Chiefs defense is going to shore it up. To me, the Chiefs' defense gets a big game out of their DBs, and in the run game, I expect we'll see Chris Jones more on the outside than the inside. Um, if If you watch the 49ers, they really like to attack the run game at the tackle position. They do a lot of counter and a lot of lead. What I mean by that, for those who don't understand, so the counter piece is... You look like you're going to the left, but you're actually running to the right, and you have a someone's going backside to clear out. The point of attack is almost always the defensive end. Sometimes they'll let him go and let him get up the field, but one thing I think Chris Jones does exceedingly well is he does not get caught going up the field. If you watch the 49ers defense, and you'll see that with Bosa, where he gets up the field trying to rush the quarterback too much. The Chiefs don't do that. That's part of the Spagnolia um, defense is that, yes, they want to get after the quarterback. Yes, they want to get after the running back, but they really want to control the line of scrimmage. Their guys don't get much more than two yards deep unless it's a particular third and long or something like that, somewhere you know he's throwing, and he's throwing out of a shotgun plus a three-step drop. Um, That's where I think the Chiefs have a distinct advantage is that I think you'll see Chris Jones play that play that defensive end role more, and it's going to be more about attacking the defensive left, so the offensive right, and saying, you're not going to run the ball here. If they can win those battles, the battle there, the battle at the right um, defensive line, so that's the left tackle, which is Trent Williams from the 49ers. It's going to be a tough road for anybody there. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if you see a couple of guys at the line of scrimmage there in front of Trent Williams. If they can win those two battles and make run plays kick to the inside where they've got help, then that's how you stop that 49er run game. And I think the Chiefs can do that. The Chiefs also are a very good tackling team. What the 49ers offense does, they're going to get a couple big plays. They will. They're going to couple. McCaffrey's going to have a couple 20-plus yard rushes in this game. No doubt in my mind. That's because they get to the second level. Their blocking schemes are great but consistently will they be able to do it? I think the Chiefs are going to be able to force the 49ers later in the game, second half especially, you know, really the late third, most of the fourth quarter. If the Chiefs do get ahead, which I suspect they will, if they can get ahead in the game, they can make the 49ers a little more one-dimensional, and I think in that case, the Chiefs have a distinct advantage. So... My pick for this game, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna win the game. They're, under, they're a two-point underdog. I'm taking them to win outright. I'm picking the score is 30 to 20. Again, I think what happens is the Chiefs get ahead. They get a late score that puts it away. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a 30-27 kind of game. You know, the the it's a 10-point game with two and a half to go and The 49ers get the ball, maybe they get a touchdown, but then they have to kick an onside kick. And that's only happened about, those are only being done, completed about 4% of the time right now. So um, I do think that the possibility of this being a 10 point game for the Chiefs, um, again, based on the late score, um, I think 30 20 or 30 27 is kind of what my pick is. So that's, I'm leaning toward 30 20, is where I'm really going. That's what I I bet. So, I hope everybody enjoys that part, and I hope everybody enjoys the game. I'm going to do a couple of quick little things here. And I want to talk about our friends over at at DraftKings. So DraftKings has got it going on, folks. If you haven't got on yet, this is your last chance. Check out the show notes. You get in there right now at DraftKings. When you get in, you can get a special bonus. You're going to get a deposit match. For every, for what you put in, you're going to get a deposit match in bonus bets for double what you put in, up to $250. Unbelievable what they're doing right now. And it, I just, I couldn't believe it. Up to $250, you, uh, what you what you get in and place any Super Bowl bet, you're going to get a bonus bet equal to your wager up to $250. So you're going to get a bonus going in first. Then... You make any wager on DraftKings up to two hundred fifty dollars. They're going to give you a bonus bet of up to two hundred fifty dollars. So get in there and get it done. DraftKings. Use the link in our show notes, and you'll get you'll get that both those bonuses. So check that out. We appreciate DraftKings. We appreciate everybody who uses them as well. I'm gonna give you a couple of prop bets, a couple of things if you want to take a look at. I'll tell you what I've bet. I have already bet. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of surprised that this is not this line has not moved as. What we're seeing from what I've seen on all the posts and everything that's going on is it looks like the bigger bets have been on the 49ers, but not covering, being the money line bets. Uh, I saw that Caesars has taken a couple of uh, half million dollar 49ers bets, a couple other bets that have gone out there for a few hundred thousand on the 49ers, but they've all been money line. So a lot of people on the what you call the smart money, think this is a really close game, um, I've taken the Chiefs on the money line in this game. I've got the Chiefs. That means the, winning the games. So I'm, I'm foregoing the two to take the odds. Right now, On this, as we're speaking on Saturday afternoon here, 49ers on DraftKings are currently minus two. The Chiefs are plus two. The Chiefs are even money on the money line. I got them at plus 110 earlier in the week. And the over-under number is 47.5. Again, I think it's 30-20, 30-27. 20, I like the over I do like the over in this game. Um, so for me, what I've got so far and what I've done is I've taken the Chiefs. I've taken the over. Um, I've also taken um, a couple of the different things that are out there on DraftKings as far as different um, prop bets. I've got both teams scoring one rushing touchdown. I think it's pretty much a no-brainer on the 49ers side. McCaffrey's going to get one. Um, and then... Uh, I think from there, I think Pacheco gets one. You could have a Mahomes scramble, something like that. Um, My other picks, I've got um, a Christian McCaffrey anytime scorer. And then I also have a couple other things that I have. I have um, Brock Purdy to throw an interception. Uh, Basically, he is um, the over-under is .5. So either you think he's going to throw one or not throw one. I think he does throw an interception. Uh, He's thrown one in each of the last three games. Um, Harrison Buckner to have over one-and-a-half field goals. I like that because I think there will be times where the Chiefs haven't been the best red zone team, and the 49ers defense can tighten up in their red zone. But one thing Andy Reid does, and again, I like this about Andy Reid. I I really thought that was great earlier a couple weeks ago, was he takes points when he can get them, and he's going to need them in the Super Bowl. So I got uh, Butker to get over one-and-a-half field goals. And then I also saw uh, McCaffrey, longest rush, 20-plus yards. I took it as well. So uh, just a couple of prop bets in there for you. Um, I didn't get into the silly stuff like the length of the the national anthem or how many times they'll show Taylor Swift in the box. I don't really care. Um, Football stuff, if I'm going to bet something, I'm going to bet what I think could happen. So those are some of the bets that I've got and kind of keeping it easy on this one. So I think this is going to be an interesting game. I think these are two really equally matched teams. And I think in the end, I'm taking the team with the better quarterback and the better coach. And I think that's the Kansas City Chiefs. And so let's we'll see what happens. Should be a great Super Bowl. I hope everybody enjoys it. If you're traveling, if you're going somewhere, you're going to a party, something like that, be safe. Obviously, don't drink and drive. Call an Uber if you have to. Um, you know, Do what you got to do. Uh, be careful. Enjoy the game. I'm rooting for the Chiefs, I hope the Chiefs pull this off, and uh, let's go have fun, enjoy this game. So, a short one today for you here on the Coach Bono's podcast, I just want to get a little something in here on the game before we get, it, uh, before we get there. We're going to be back this week a couple of times. Um, we're going to have some post-Super Bowl stuff, probably on Monday, I'm hoping to be Uncle Rico and I talking about the Super Bowl and how it we all went down. Uh, we'll talk about everything involving that. And then I'll also be chatting this week about some of the big football coaching changes, not the things that we're seeing as far as the head coaches, but some interesting stuff at the college level, some coaches leaving head coaching positions to be assistant coaches. I find some of that stuff interesting. I want to talk about it. So um, I'm going to have Tyler Jones to come on later in the week, and he and I are going to talk a lot about that, something we've been talking about for about a week now. Uh, don't forget to check me out on the Jones Report. I'll be back with Tyler on Thursday. Um, always a lot of fun to join him and Tom, and we'll be talking a lot of Super Bowl talk and then also some other, other pertinent things that are going on. I'm sure we'll also touch on here on the pod this week about the Jayhawks and you know their game against Baylor this week and see what happens. So as we're doing this right before tip-off, event. thank so shout out. Uh, thank you to Tyler Jones. Everybody at Studio Soapbox for all you do behind the scenes. Uh, most important, thank you to you the listener. Don't forget to rate us and reviews. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. We appreciate every five-star review. Till next time, on Monday, I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. Have a great week. Remember, your time tokens are non refundable. And go Chiefs! Take care, everybody.